Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey his command to watch therefore and be ready, ready for him to come and take us back to that place he's been preparing for his born-again people. Dove Schwartz here with a message I shared at Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship, our new church plant in Pearland, bordering Houston, Texas. Come visit us sometime at Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship where I teach the Bible line upon line, chapter upon chapter, book upon book through the entire Bible. You can learn more at my website, watchtherefore.tv. Again, watchtherefore.tv. And now, let's hear a line upon line teaching from the Lord's Word. So thankful to be with you for this episode of the program, Watch Therefore, and a bombshell of a program it is, as I continue in this teaching series in the book of Joel, the day of the Lord is at hand. And today, we're going to focus in on dead, profane religion that brings the Lord's judgment. Now, we saw in the first teaching series that the Lord was going to bring in a terrible devastating locust invasion that would bring famine to the people uh, of Judah and that this was a picture of a coming Babylonian judgment that we can historically look back at and see, yes, the Lord did that and that he took the, the children of Israel from the southern kingdom of Judah into captivity. Just like he said, he devastated Jerusalem. He devastated the temple through the Babylonians, but that this was only a picture of an end times, even worse scenario that is on the doorstep of our generation. Let's have a word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, please show us the urgency of this hour and please bless every viewer today. Father, I ask it in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. So we're going to now pick up in Joel chapter 1, verse 8. We covered the first seven verses in the last teaching. Lament like a virgin girded with sackcloth for the husband of her youth. The grain offering and the drink offering have been cut off from the house of the Lord. The priests mourn who minister to the Lord. The field is wasted. The land mourns for the grain is ruined. The new wine is dried up. The oil fails. Be ashamed, you farmers. Wail, you vine dressers, for the wheat and the barley, because the harvest of the field has perished. The vine has dried up, and the fig tree has withered, the pomegranate tree, the palm tree also, and the apple tree. All the trees of the field are withered. Surely joy has withered away from the sons of men. And so what's the application for the church of the living God today? Yes, it's not that the church has replaced Israel, certainly, oh no. But we can learn from the ways of the Lord with Israel for the church today. There's plenty of New Testament scriptures that tell us that. For example, 1 Corinthians 10 is one you can go see that in. So what I would say here is, attention America and American Christian. The party of celebrating sin and evil is almost over. What do you mean? Think of those who celebrate this kind of wickedness and promote it in America as it's being vomited out across the country, murdering children in the womb in many states up to birth, mutilating children and twisting their minds through this wicked transgender movement, turning children into Satan worshipers with Satan clubs 
in schools. Navy, the Navy, the U.S. Navy using uh, a man dressed as a woman for recruiting purposes. Our president is about to sign an additional edict for the annual celebration of Homosexual Month. June is Homosexual Month in America. While at the same time, 700,000 migrants are about to storm the U.S. border, banks are crashing, Russia and China are working together against the USA, uh, and Russia is stating that the recent USA involvement in the Kremlin drone attack was an act of war from the USA against Russia. Our country is exporting every kind of evil around the world, and the church is trying to be relevant by wearing skinny jeans and being cool to the world. Oh, no. Proclaiming the day of the Lord is at hand is relevant. And what should we be doing as believers in Messiah Jesus? Well, along with crying out to the Lord and confessing our country's sin, we should be asking the Lord as we crowd him for mercy. Oh, Lord Jesus, have mercy on us. And we should be sharing the gospel with the lost wherever we can and warning people to prepare for the rapture and those who refuse the gospel. When I say warning people, telling other believers in Messiah Jesus, it's time to get right with God, repent of lukewarmness, and, and be looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we should be sharing the gospel with the lost, as I said a moment ago, and warning those who refuse the gospel that the wrath of the Lord is on our doorstep. Yes, in these passages we read in Joel, the priests were to lament and mourn like a virgin who was espoused to be married and the groom died before the wedding. That's how we should be mourning right now. Their dead profane religion in Judah, it brought the Lord's judgment. You wouldn't mourn over your sin before, but you certainly will now when there's no more wine and there's nothing to eat. And folks, real devastating judgment from the Lord is coming here. Here. Who are the priests in the new covenant? All disciples of Messiah Jesus are priests unto the Lord. In church for years, I've heard about those unbelieving Jews and how evil they were that they wouldn't believe in Jesus the Lord. Yes, but what about the church today that is so asleep and defiant against the Lord as he's getting ready to return. Yes, don't you think this is relevant for so much of the Christian religion of our time? Shouldn't we be responding to the Lord right now and seeing what's going on all around us? You see, Joel warns Israel of the Babylonian judgments of 605, 597, and 586 BC, where the Lord had the Babylonians destroy Jerusalem and the temple, as I mentioned at the beginning. Yes, but this is only a partial fulfillment. What happened back then was only a partial fulfillment, and we'll see that more in just a moment. Joel 1, 13 through 20. Stay with me, folks. 
Gird yourselves and lament, you priests. Wail, you who minister before the altar. Come, lie all night in sackcloth, you who minister to my God. For the grain offering and the drink offering are withheld from the house of your God. Consecrate a fast. Call a sacred assembly. Gather the elders and all the inhabitants of the land into the house of the Lord your God and cry out to the Lord. Alas, for the day, for the day of the Lord is at hand. It shall come as destruction from the Almighty. Is not the food cut off before our eyes, joy and gladness from the house of our God. The seed shrivels under the clods. Storehouses are in shambles. Barns are broken down, for the grain is withered. How the animals groan. The herds of cattle are restless because they have no pasture. Even the flocks of sheep suffer punishment. O Lord, to you I cry out, for fire has devoured the open pastures, and a flame has burned all the trees of the field. The beasts of the field also cry out to you, for the water brooks are dried up, and fire has devoured the open pastures. And again, folks, this was only partially fulfilled. I'm going to read something from the great uh, uh, theologian, uh, Charles Ryrie of the Ryrie Study Bible. Listen to this. In double reference prophecy, the ultimate fulfillments usually found in the person of Christ or the affairs of his kingdom. Double fulfillment is particularly true of the predictions concerning the Babylonian captivity, the event of the day of the Lord, and the return of Babylon, the worldwide dispersion of Israel, and their future regathering from all the corners of the earth. Remember Joel 1.15, Alas for the day, for the day of the Lord is at hand. It shall come as destruction from the Almighty. This Joel 1 prophecy is for the end of this age scenarios. It's the day of the Lord. And these things are preparing and setting up all around us today. And as believers in Messiah Jesus... We should be crying out to the Lord as we see the signs of the times all around us and the sin of our country that is, is so bizarreville, folks. Could you have ever imagined that our country would look like this and what's going on right now? Oh, it, it's, it should be breaking our hearts and having us cry out to the Lord. But hallelujah, there's good news even in the midst of this. There's good news. And, and here's something that's really good. The hard-to-hear things that I'm sharing with you are temporary, but the good news is eternal. Watch, therefore, and be ready. Conditions in the world are worsening all around us quickly. According to the prophetic scriptures, our Savior Jesus said this generation is heading rapidly to the time of the world's worst trouble ever. What's the answer? The Watch Therefore message. And this message stirs the lukewarm to repentance and gives urgency for the lost to re repent of their sins and receive Jesus as Savior and Lord now. Yet we're only on most of our networks once per week. And there's something we can do together, which I'll share in a moment. We're going into 200 countries, 200 million homes, but we can air more and still go wider and further. First, let me share with you some of the missions initiatives also of this Watch Therefore ministry. Romans 1.16 tells us the gospel and discipleship is to the Jew first and then 
to the nations. And we know the faithful, wise, blessed servant is watching for the master to come and giving others their food in due season. Messiah Jesus is the bread of life. So we take him and the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by myself and our ministry partner, John McTurnan. We've learned that one of the best ways to bless Israel is to bless Israeli believers in Messiah Yeshua, Jesus our Lord. They're getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations. Oh, we've got special work. For years we've been doing in Africa. Right now we're really honing in on Rwanda and the Congo, Uganda, and other countries who are asking us, please bring this discipleship to our church, to our lands, to our country, to our region. Yes, and so one of the great things you can do is get on our monthly newsletter for Blessing Israeli Believers and poured out for the nations. As you do so, you will keep up with prayer points that are so urgent. We need prayer partners to continue to intercede for this work, to see it go forward. Also, for those who want to sow financially into this ministry, and as always, I've been saying this since we started the program, I'm gonna say it again. If you haven't believed in Jesus the Lord as your savior, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you'd simply be our guest today and that you would receive Jesus as Lord and receive eternal life. But for those who have already been saved and you understand the principles of sowing and reaping and laying your treasures up in heaven, this is a great place to do just that. And there's three pri primary giving platforms. One, the Watch Therefore television broadcast, and that's how we can spread this further and wider. You can prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore. There's also those who wanna sow into Israel through blessing Israeli believers, and then into the nations. You can financially support our work in the nations. And with those newsletters, you can really keep up with how and where you're investing. And, and so, this is the way for us to partner together like that faithful, wise, blessed servant who hears, well done, thy good and faithful servant. When our Savior Jesus comes for us to take us back to that place he's been preparing for us. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Welcome back to this episode of the program, Watch Therefore, and this Joel teaching series, The Day of the Lord is at hand. And what we see is from God's word is that the day of the Lord will take place in our, this fig tree generation. And, and that day of the Lord entails the rapture where we are caught up and taken back to that place our Savior Jesus has prepared for us. And we will experience the judgment seat of Christ where we'll be rewarded, Lord willing, or there will be lack of rewards depending on how we walked with our Savior Jesus by his grace. At the same time, the wrath of God will be poured out during the seven-year tribulation. We will then return with the Lord from heaven where he will begin the millennial 1,000-year reign sitting on the throne of David in Jerusalem, our Savior Jesus, the Son of David. These things will take place in this fig tree generation. And we, we saw that the Lord regathered the Jewish people back from Babylonian captivity 70 years after that captivity began. And they rebuilt another temple 
in Jerusalem. And then some 500 years uh, after that return from Babylonian, Babylonian captivity, our Savior Jesus gives similar warnings to Joel. Judgment on Jerusalem, judgment on the temple in Jerusalem, and that though the Jewish people would be scattered to the nations of the earth, the Lord would regather them for these end time scenarios in the day of the Lord. Look with me at Matthew 23, 37, down into Matthew 24. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent her, how often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. See, your house is left to you desolate, for I say to you, you shall see me no more till you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord." Then Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came up to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said to them, Do you not see all these things? Assuredly, I say to you, not one stone shall be left here upon another that shall not be thrown down. Now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be, and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? The end of the age, the scenarios of the day of the Lord. And just like Messiah Jesus said, the Lord again judged Israel with the Romans. They destroyed the temple. They burned Jerusalem. And our, our Savior answers these questions the disciples asked regarding the signs of the day of the Lord, end of this age scenarios. The four birth pangs in Matthew 24, 7 and 8. The seven-year tribulation in Matthew 24, verses 9 and 21, and much of Matthew 24 as well. Uh, uh, the fig tree generation in Matthew 24, 32 through 35, which we'll look at in just a moment. And the days of Noah, Matthew 24, 36 through 41, and also the days of Noah and Lot in Luke 17. And, of course, the pre-trib rapture of the church, Matthew 24, 40 through 42. And you'll be seeing about my book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, that has all the details of these things that I'm going very quickly through right now. And, and when will this all take place? When will this all take place, folks? We're right at the edge of that seven-year tribulation. The signs that I've mentioned are leaping off the pages of the Bible all around us today. And here's the center of all Bible prophecy when this will take place. The fig tree of Joel chapter 1. Matthew 24. Now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the doors. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. He says, now learn this parable. It's so important to understand that Israel is the Lord's fig tree. Again, I'm going to read Joel 1, 6, 7, and then verse 15. And so, uh, verse 6, For a nation has come up against my land, strong without number. His teeth are the teeth of a lion, and he has the fangs of a fierce lion. He has laid waste my vine and ruined my fig tree, my land, my fig tree, folks. He stripped it bare and thrown it away. Its branches are 
made white. When will this take place? Verse 15, alas, for the day of the Lord is at hand. It shall come as destruction from the Almighty. Folks, that is what we are at the edge of right now. Israel is the Lord's fig tree. It, it was out of existence for, for 18, 1900 years, and now not only has it been a country since 1948, according to Isaiah 66, that in one day uh, Israel is physically rebirthed, the fig tree puts forth leaves. Now it's going to be stripped bare through the day of the Lord's scenarios, the tribulation, the biblical wars that are on our doorstep, yes, culminating with the battle of Armageddon, and then our Savior Jesus returns to Jerusalem. And we, hallelujah, we return with him from heaven. Zechariah 14, which I'm going to read. Here we go. Behold, the day of the Lord is coming, and your spoil will be divided in your midst. For I will gather all the nations to battle against Jerusalem. The city shall be taken, the houses rifled, and the women ravished. Half of the city shall go into captivity, but the remnant of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then the Lord will go forth and fight against those nations as he fights in the day of battle. And in that day, hallelujah, his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, which faces Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall be split in two from east to west, making a very large valley. And half the mountain shall move toward the north and half toward the south. And we know that the scriptural scenarios, scenarios are... You can go to Revelation 19, and you can also get my book, which you'll hear about in a moment, that our Savior Jesus will then, it will be a one-man show. We, who are the armies of heaven returning with the Lord in glorified bodies, will just have a front-row seat, and he, this, he will be a one-man army against the Antichrist and his armies that have come in to destroy Jerusalem. Like Matthew 23 says, the Jewish people in Jerusalem, having no other hope about to be destroyed by Antichrist armies, and still some Jews scattered around the world, will look up and see King Jesus coming with us following him and say, Baruch Abab Hashem Yehovah, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Folks, what does our Savior tell us to do in these times? He continues at the end of Matthew 24, as I mentioned a moment ago. He says, watch therefore and be ready. You don't know the hour of the day your Lord is coming. Coming to do what? Take us back to that place he's been preparing for us any moment. John 14, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, you believe also in me, our Savior said. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. He said he's going to come and receive us and take us back to that place. Are you really ready? Have you received Jesus as your Savior and Lord? You won't be left behind, will you? You won't be going to hell in the lake of fire, will you? Oh, if you're not sure, if you've been saved, forgiven for your sins, born again today, you can repent. You begin to turn away from your sins in your heart and your mind, and then think about, i got to stop doing this, i got to stop doing that. Why? I'm giving my life to Jesus the Lord, and you receive him as your Savior. Believing he died on the cross to pay for your sins, he was buried, and hallelujah. On the third day, he rose from the grave, and he loves you. And the reason you hear me talking to you right now is he wants to forgive you and give you eternal life. And he, he wants to bring you back to that place with us that he's been preparing for you. Cry out to him now. Jesus, Lord, I want to turn away from my sins. I want to receive you as my Savior and, and Lord Jesus. I believe you died on the cross for my sins and rose again. Please give me this eternal life. Save me, Lord Jesus, and I'll follow you. And if you're doing that, hallelujah and amen. 
there's a brochure we'd like to send you, and it has information in it, in it that will help you begin your new life in Christ. It's called How to Begin My New Life in Christ. Contact us. We want to get this, this brochure to you. Oh, Father in heaven, we thank you and praise you. Help us to watch therefore and be ready, Lord Jesus. Amen. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, now's the time to watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. such a blessing to be with you today on the program Watch Therefore. If you would like this program to stay on the air, please consider financially partnering with this radio ministry. You can do so at our website, watchtherefore.tv. Again, watchtherefore.tv or by post, Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Paraland, Texas, 77588, which you can also find on our website. Again, if you're in the Houston area, Join us at our new church plant, Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship. Our services are Sunday morning at 10.30 and Wednesday evening at 6.30. For more information, go to watchtherefore.tv. And remember to watch therefore and be ready.